Tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Emma Holland. Good evening. Thank you for joining us on the cheap seats. Massive show tonight with Mel Tresina, Titus O'Reilly. And everyone's favourite gardener, Costa Georgiatis, will be here. <laughs> We should address the elephant in the room. Yes, I'm sure it's very obvious to everyone. Uh, Mel's hair is up this week. Yeah! yeah. Exciting. Um, some of you are thinking, is this what Tim looks like when his hair is not spiked up? <laughs> this is actually someone else. Um, <laughs> he will be back next week, but today we have Emma Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We've done a... Oh, stop it, stop. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's been a pretty bleak week in the news. Is this like the worst news Monday <laughs> in a long time? We've got floods, we've got yeah. economic carnage, we've got an interest rate rise tomorrow, we've got COVID, diphtheria. Fun! <laughs> but don't worry, things are looking up. In some good news, can I share some good news? Yes. I just discovered Waffle. <laughs> Until she uh, hears about pancake. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough week in New South Wales. Another flood has ravaged the state. It's a grim picture. Others are in two minds about it. I've never seen a flood before. And since we moved here, I've seen four of them. It's been exciting but not exciting. <laughs> Nice save. <laughs> uh, well, of course, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese had a big week travelling to France, meeting with world leaders. And we've all been there. You're chatting to someone and you realise you've totally forgotten their name. It's uh, a real pleasure uh, to be uh, uh, meeting with uh, uh, a, a great uh, progressive leader. <laughs> Isn't that right, co-host? <laughs> Not to worry, he recovered well. A swift recovery there by the Canadian Prime Minister, but he then goes on to call him Tony Albanese. <laughs> Must be hard hearing the name Tony when you're expecting yours to be said instead. Yeah. Flashback to the Logies. Um, <laughs> it was a tactic we saw from Richard Wilkins this week as well, who definitely knows the name of his crew. It's great. It's so, so lovely to have so many... Great so supporters, many so many yeah, friends. Yeah. And our crew, I gotta say, just a shout out to all the people, all the people in front of the camera are gonna get big pats on the back today. But people like, you know, all our studio <laughs> crew and everybody upstairs and everybody on the floor. People like Tony. Uh... <laughs> it was a different story with Anthony Albanese and French President Emmanuel Macron, who became very close. Judging by the length of their handshake, maybe a little too close. The two leaders have held discussions to restore the relationship between their two countries, which deteriorated last year after former Prime Minister. Oh, the old super glue on the palm tree. <laughs> the world's longest drug deal. Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Uh... <laughs> it went on so long that the ABC stopped calling it a handshake. They greeted each other like old friends. All smiles, warmth, even hand-holding. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, that's enough romanticising. Let's move on to what they actually discussed. Australia and France have effectively kissed and made up. <laughs> Over waffle. <laughs> it's been a massive week for all the states. Melbourne's been named as Australia's most livable city. Queensland has taken the title of Australia's tourism capital. Perth is the new meth capital of Australia. <laughs> Wait to see that travel guide episode. <laughs> what about South Australia? Adelaide may be the 30th best place to live, but that doesn't mean South Aussies aren't hankering for a holiday. <laughs> if you can believe it. Uh, <laughs> That's brutal because our hotel quarantine was 29 on the list. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Just beaten. laughs> 
want to leave Adelaide with scenes like this. The burning building's owner and his girlfriend managed to make it out unscathed, but there were heated scenes when his sister arrived, lashing out at locals and emergency crews. That's a term of endearment, so that's beautiful. Aussies have been globetrotting this week, taking in all the sights. Mostly taking credit for all the sights. I'm ready, but the first one should be this one. That's right. No trip to Rome would be complete without visiting the Colosseum. It's the Italian icon made famous by our very own Russell Crowe in the movie Gladiator. Yeah, after 2,000 years of obscurity. Uh, <laughs> built with a hammer, made famous by Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Travel has opened up again and the airport chaos continues, but no one had a worse time in the airport this week than this ABC reporter. And uh, I will add, Lisa, that I've worn the wrong outfit this morning because every time I put the mic down, someone approaches me and asks me if I work here. <laughs> get her back up. I think she should stay out of Macca's as well. <laughs> uh, but spare a thought for this child who seems a little upset about her dad's choice of words. To be honest, it's been pretty smooth. It's been pretty easy. I mean, we thought it'd be a nightmare with her, but... Uh... <laughs> Looks like a total nightmare. <laughs> Accidents happen. <laughs> it's been travel chaos all week. Rail strikes continue and the union is not asking for much. We need it in writing. We want it preferably signed in blood. <laughs> Unfortunately, the blood bank is also on strike. So uh, David Elliott makes a compelling case. The union movement is using any excuse. One minute it's the... Um, one minute they wanted the, the um, strike because of... Uh, Next minute, they kind of do ba da ba da. Reporters are so frazzled, they're even answering their own questions. Normally, they would be on quite quickly, but the trains have slowed down now until once every half an hour. So, this is all building, they're all waiting to get on their trains. It's a bit slow, isn't it, man? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Reporter and ventriloquist. It's beautiful. <laughs> Climate protesters were still out and about wanting their strong voices to be heard. Saying ordinary citizens are the target because society must be transformed. Yeah. That's a big part of the reason. <laughs> what do we want? I don't know. Uh, when do we want it? Oh, whenever it's convenient. <laughs> new measures to protect our climate have been introduced, including a new ban on plastic. And our favourite roving reporter, Jessica Millwood, had this exclusive interview. It is going to be a big change, and I want to ask you guys, how do you feel about that? I haven't really thought about it, to be honest. <laughs> Too busy planning his next scuba dive. Uh, back on Jessica Millward. I think she's had a few too many coffees, judging by this. This is number two, but once again, I'm just obsessed with this cafe that they've got Ibis Spray. <laughs> it's actually called Ibis Spray. Yeah. It's been the greatest thing ever. So you just sit here, have your coffee, and just... Spray the bin chickens. You're living your best life this morning, Jess. Cameron's <laughs> not going to be happy with me. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Which one was the meth capital again? I'm just. <laughs> Uh, sometimes she just gets a bit crazy. <laughs> Thousands of teachers marched the street this week with a clear message. Power! 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 
they should go back to school. Uh, <laughs> kids, oh, take, uh, kids are standing by their teacher parents full of energy. Um, parents in the community are, are very supportive of this because they know how hard teachers across the state are working. Yeah. We, we, you know, we come to school every day with our kids in mind. We want the best for our kids. That's where Tim went. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Spare a thought for sunrises, Samantha Maiden's kids. Fantastic outcome in my family because my oldest son is 14 years and nine months. It's time to send him into the coal mine. <laughs> she was out of canaries. Uh, what were the teachers' complaints? Regardless, though, Carl, our teachers say they are overpaid, rather underpaid and overworked. <laughs> Too much money! <laughs> it's very unprofessional. Let's go to 10 News First instead. The first joint strike of public and Catholic school educators in more than 25 years. Complaining they're overpaid and overworked rather and underpaid. <laughs> <laughs> reporters were in the thick of it and I felt like this reporter's words matched the background a little too well. And politically motivated. That's not a good sign. Not a good sign when it's upside down. Stick around. There's the cheap seats. Let's check in with Tash Exelby for the latest. Uh, Tash, have you got some news for us? No. Water <laughs> <laughs> cues on strike as well yeah. this week. <laughs> it's a tough week for weather reporters right in the thick of it this week. Spare a thought for the Today Show reporter Tim Davies. We miss you, Tim. We wish you were here. He's got the final check of the weather. G'day, Tim. Oh, I know. I wish I was there with you, but I am having a fabulous time here at Disneyland Resort in California. And look who joined us this morning. Two minimum wage workers. <laughs> uh, Tim returned to Australia spending the morning in the Northern Territory. I think coming home from Disneyland made him a little passive aggressive. We've got a windsock up here that is going absolutely berserk up there. Also going berserk, my soundie, Seth, who's here in a plastic poncho, so apologies <laughs> if you can hear him rustling away behind me. Apologies if you can hear him. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone off the rails. <laughs> you get crazy when there's two women. <laughs> We've synced up. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Uh, if there's one person who remains positive in the face of disaster, it's Alan Jones. Yes, uh, not sure this was the right thing to say in response to this hypothetical. If you put a bridge design to uh, you know, a group of people and poll what looks nicest, what do you do when it collapses and kills hundreds of people? Wonderful stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. <laughs> Concerned with Rowan Dean's hand gestures this week. Oh yes, we really are all in this together again. All in this together. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> How about Pauline Hanson? She always makes her message clear. Making more sense than usual. <laughs> no, what she's doing there? She should go back to parenting Charlie Brown. <laughs> uh, to some breaking news from Sunrise. Well, but we have very important things to talk about now, Mon. Yes. Grains. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt Doran, who really knows how to play it cool after delivering a joke. What do you call Batman leaving church? No, no. Christian Bale. <laughs> You're watching Weekend Sunrise, our top stories this morning.
Uh, when it comes to breaking news, no one gets closer than the ABC. And you can keep up to date at news.abc. <laughs> the guy's sort of slowly trying to get out of the <laughs> Over to Nine News, Peter Hitchener with bad timing to get the giggles. The woman was taking this photograph when the little devil pounced, mistaking the device for a chew toy. <laughs> After five minutes of selfies, the devil gave up, leaving the phone with few bite marks. <laughs> Medicinal cannabis. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. <laughs> Standard for journalists for Seven News Sunshine Coast has lowered a little. Yeah, after 20 races, I haven't won a single cent. Not a great day for the punt, but great day for the beers. Back to you on the studio. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> it's been an exciting week in food and drink, uh, with big news for beer lovers. A brewery in Singapore has combined some of its finest local craft beer with sewage water. We call it Bintang. Uh, <laughs> the Today Show, we're more than excited. Michelle, would you drink this? I mean, if you're going to title it Sewage Beer, sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, you had me at sewage. <laughs> <laughs> really puts a new meaning on getting pissed. <laughs> Uh, new products can be hard to market, uh, as we learned from this studio STL product integration in the States. So when you talk about sore muscles and doing different things, exercising, being strenuous, this, oh, it is topical. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that is okay. <laughs> well, you know who does product integration perfectly? I was waiting for it. It's us. <laughs> Thanks to Cars 24. Get <laughs> back for another week. They mustn't have seen last week. That's great. <laughs> Get a seven-day test drive with 100% money-back guarantee. Emma, you're, you're new on board the Cars 24 sponsorship. <laughs> Anything to add? Do you have a licence? I've got a licence. I actually have a heavy vehicle licence. Yes. So not to brag, but... Huge. <laughs> what do you have to say to promote the Cars 24? Uh, it's... That's your job. Oh, oh. <laughs> Throwing you under the bus. Plan to do. I can drive a bus. <laughs> yes. Moving on, it's been a big week of celebrations everywhere. Yesterday was, of course, Independence Day in America. While here in Australia, we came together to mark the all-important World Tartan Day. Yes. <laughs> uh, but Friday was the big one, Territory Day in the Northern Territory, as local news describes it. It's like an alcohol-fueled war zone and we wouldn't have it any other way. Sounds <laughs> like our green room. Uh, as always, the Today Show summed it up best. Always fires starting, always fingers missing at the end of the night, but always a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Uh, this week, Australia has been celebrating 90 years of the ABC, which you'd think is more than enough time for them to perfect their camera work. Hello. <laughs> We're here this Friday morning. You are watching News Breakfast and it is good to have you. <laughs> Should we kneel down, Lisa? <laughs> the camera's in OnlyFans mode, just hanging <laughs> <laughs> down to the crotch. Um, still slightly better than this esports tournament this week. He looks focused and he looks chilled. So far, nobody's really gave him a true fight. <laughs> That's what we call a coward zoom. <laughs> uh, can we just check back in with Pauline Hanson? You don't understand. <laughs> 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 Could have said it better.
bit of myself. <laughs> but now it's time for... Sigmund, <laughs> I'm sure you've seen and love Emma. I actually love uh, Across the Ditch because I'm an ally. Yes! <laughs> New Zealand ally. Transport issues continue to be a big talking point in New Zealand. Let's get the latest from News Hub reporter Isabel Ewing. $7.4 billion, Sam, for what the government's calling a transformational plan for the city's transport network. Uh, sorry, that, that plan, though... <laughs> sorry, that... That plan is a, is a transformational plan, uh, the government's calling it, but one that the, the National Party <laughs> is saying will not deliver. A huge chunk of that will go towards uh, building another tunnel through the Mount... Jacinda Ardern visited the UK this week. News Hub reporter Lisette Raymer followed the story closely. She also followed Jacinda Ardern closely. Today has been a whirlwind tour of New Zealanders open for business engagements. <laughs> From an early morning TV appearance to Downing Street, Jacinda Ardern is now here for a special address at Chatham. Fine line between following and stalking. <laughs> following Jacinda Ardern was one thing, but then Lisette proceeded to dress like her. Yeah, she, um, she actually copied me today. <laughs> <laughs> Who would dress like Jacinda Ardern? It's uncalled for. <laughs> it's okay, I'm sure Jacinda didn't notice. Do we need to confer for the rest of the trip? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's quickly check back in with Isabel. Uh, light, the, <laughs> light, through, light rail through, through the city, the government's... And that... <laughs> government's plan for light rail through... Thanks so much, through Isabel. Through the city, which... We'll leave it there, thank you. <laughs> and that was... And entertainment, and we're joined now by a woman who knows all things cultural from Nova FM, Mel Tresina. I have to say, I am loving the three of us here. We're like, we're like the Charmed Sisters. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. And we're also going to get trialed for witchcraft after this. So. <laughs> <laughs> watching this week now. Alright, let's start with Netflix's new reality series Snowflake Mountain. It's a show that sends lazy and entitled young people into the wilderness for our viewing pleasure. That's where Tim went. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the contestants were told they'd be living in luxury accommodation and got quite the surprise when they arrived at their new home. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Oh, Wait no. Oh, this is going to be brutal. Stay on the green. Where's the house? There's no roof anywhere, which is a concern. I feel like I've been set up. I've been set up for real. Oh, no. Uh, the young people, or snowflakes, as the show calls them, were then told the brutal truth about their new situation. You're probably wondering why you're here. For sure. You're here because your families have realized that you're not reaching your full potential. So everyone here sucks ass, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> the host then took away their luggage and tried to make a point of it. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, shit! It can always get worse. No! 
did the same to Tim Suits when he didn't rock up to work today. <laughs> Tough watching for strand bags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Love Island UK continues over on Nine now. This week, Islander Jay was trying to get to know Paige. Honestly, like, I'm such a simple guy. For me, three things in life, like, right now, that's kept me so happy during being single. Mm. Eating well, Eating well. training mm. and sleeping. Sleep. Sounds boring, though, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, Jay is the human version of eat, sleep, repeat. <laughs> and speaking of phrases, if you've got nothing nice to say, don't say... Sorry, Gemma, how does it go? If you don't have anything nice or good to say, then you can fuck off. <laughs> Wise words from the Dalai Lama. <laughs> uh, the Islanders, they competed in a boys versus girls challenge where they had to give lap dances to each other whilst monitoring their heart rates. <laughs> Luca was my favourite, not for his dancing, but for moments like this. <laughs> I'm not sure what his heart rate was, but apparently his arm was tingling and he could smell toast. <laughs> uh, kind of like me when it was Davide's turn to impress the ladies. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing funny about that. That was just for me and clearly Mal as well. <laughs> I thought the mask mandate got lifted in the UK. <laughs> Uh, and because it is the ABC's 90th birthday, I decided to watch something from them for once. Maybe <laughs> lift the tone of this segment. And <laughs> wouldn't you know, I came across the Porn Stars episode of You Can't Ask That. Uh, the show features people in the porn industry answering anonymous questions about uh, the porn industry, like Robbie, who spoke about entering porn after growing up as a Jehovah's Witness. The fact that it was shoved down in me was probably, I guess, while it's exploded out. <laughs> Poor choice of word on that one. I've got ten follow-up questions. <laughs> uh, this show is really interesting. They cover everything from what it smells like on set to what type of storylines they've been involved in. There was one moment I had walked in in the UK and I hadn't read the email. And they were like, OK, so there's 20 guys in a coffin and you're the locksmith. <laughs> I'd have read that email. Yeah. <laughs> and you're coming soon to Pilot Week. <laughs> Returning to Doghouse UK, a show that pairs people with their dog of their dreams. And as this girl explains, there's one thing she's looking for in a dog. What is it in particular about and pets do you like? What's, what is it? They don't make judgments about who you are or what you like. Dogs love everyone regardless of who you are. They can't, like, tell you they hate you. <laughs> That's important to you. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know I've been bringing a lot of Doghouse UK material that is unintentionally depressing, but I think I've been a bit unfair. It's actually a very heartwarming show. So here's a moment from this week where a couple finally found their dream dog. Want a bit more? You're going to love you forever. Well, until we all die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, because I don't have Gogglebox at the moment, um, I have been watching Gogglebox UK, uh, where they're keeping things quite civilised. Name a part of the body beginning with the letter B. <laughs> beginning with B. Bollocks. Bollocks. Boobs. Booty. Bile duck. Booty. <laughs> <laughs> 
nickname in high school. So. <laughs> that's great. Uh, so that's Mary and Giles. And they've had a very long and successful marriage, but it sounds like things could be spiced up a bit for Mary. On Sunday night, the BBC brought us the final eye-opening episode of this. Watch out, it's the mating game. Oh. Love it. What I'd really like to see is dogs mating. <laughs> Gonna be doing it human style. <laughs> She was very disappointed when they did watch Doghouse UK. Uh, <laughs> yeah. To some film news now, with a new Minions movie currently taking the box office by storm, and if TikTok is to be believed, groups of teenage boys are going to the cinema <laughs> dressed in suits to show their respect for the film. <laughs> this example was shot in Sydney's Westfield Chatswood. <laughs> Somebody in the audience say yuck. <laughs> I, I agree. I can't work out if I hate it or if I love it. Uh, but there are some people who do, in fact, hate it. Cinema owners, with this cinema in the UK, refusing entry to anyone dressed in formal wear. Uh, following the hashtag gentle minions trend, <laughs> any group of guests in formal attire will be refused entry. So some sad news for Titus there. <laughs> It's also been a big week for magazines. You remember those? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've seen a Vogue-style makeover of Aussie icons, the Wiggles, on the cover of Rolling Stone. Oh. I know. I didn't recognise them without their skivvies. Yeah, it's weird for them to change uniform. It'd be like Bananas and Peter Alexander's. <laughs> <laughs> This seems to be a trend with Robert Irwin getting a glossy glow up on the cover of Stella magazine over the weekend. Mm. Not bad. He should go to Love Island UK. Smiling. <laughs> uh, all very impressive, but I do think these two could have put a bit more effort in. <laughs> Poor effort. Poor yeah. effort, Mel. <laughs> hate magazine covers. Would hate to be on one. <laughs> and that's my week in arts and entertainment. Please, please, please. the cheap seats. Oh, lads, lads, lads. Been another big week in the world of sport. Bring up the action. Please welcome Mr. Titus O'Royal. She gets her arms out one time on I camera. Sure. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where do we go from there? This says vodka. <laughs> I will be clear. Emma, welcome on board. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, you're doing very... I told Tim he shouldn't get someone good to fill in for him. <laughs> Uh, but he didn't want to ask Mel Tresina, so... Uh... <laughs> That's got everyone on side, eh? <laughs> that was payback for earlier. Uh, now, we're going to begin, of course, with the West Coast Fever winning the Super Netball Grand Final over the Melbourne Vixens. Here it is here. Mel and I were very upset being big Vixens fans. Sorry. Hey, I'm here if you need. Yeah. <laughs> now, they, they have a, um, the Fever have a male uh, coach, which is just good to see a man getting a chance in sport. <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad for um, so Kira the goal attack. She had COVID and she came back for the final only to lose to the fever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're the number one show for netball comedy. 
like, that's the demographic we're, we're moving. Uh, Wimbledon's also on at the moment. Nick Kyrgios amazingly has dominated the headlines early on. Here's some of it. During his five-set win, he labelled a line judge a snitch, spat towards a fan and then complained about disrespect. So, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but here's the spitting incident at Wimbledon. He spat in the direction of spectators who'd been heckling him throughout the match. You did appear to spit in the direction of... Of one of the people disrespecting me. Yeah. Yes. So that was deliberate to show Yes, you. I would not be doing that to someone who was supporting me. <laughs> now, that's... That's called being a gentleman. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually not entirely true. If he pay him, he will do it. Um, <laughs> Now, Nick also explained why he gets angry with spectators. No, I don't go up to their face and go to their 9 to 5 and start clapping when they're scared at a supermarket, do I? <laughs> now, that's an idea for a reality TV show. <laughs> like, just Nick Kyrgios yelling at someone while they try and do their job. <laughs> be fantastic. Uh, Kyrgios uh, was embarrassing himself, but it wasn't quite at this level. Ugo Humbert, he arrived at the court, but he forgot one key thing. You'd think he'd turn up with three or four rackets in his bag ready to go, wouldn't you? So he turned up with no racket whatsoever. It took about ten minutes for them to get it. It's like me forgetting to turn up with jokes for this segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, every week. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Tour de France has kicked off with a reminder of just how fun cycling can be. UAE riders down as well, it occurred very high up, and I think that Pugaccia might have been close there. He had his foot oh. on the ground on the left-hand side, just got away with it, with several riders from Ineos Grenadiers going down too. Oh, that's what happens when you can leave e-scooters anywhere. <laughs> When it comes to cyclists, that's a good start. Uh, now, for big crashes, you need to go to Formula One. We had the British Grand Prix on the weekend. Now, to give you a sense of the danger, this is the car that carries the doctors around doing a lap. <laughs> so that's the level of safety. We then had, we then had this in the warm-up race. Ramped, and you can just see what's happened next. You rarely see F1 cars mating in the wild, but there's a... Now, you can see there, he's actually got... They have a thing called a halo, which stops the driver being hit. It's like a metal ring that goes around them. Uh, and that stops that injury there. If we then go to the next bit, which is the first lap of the Grand Prix, you'll see how that halo actually helps a lot. This is the very first lap. That is the start. He was actually, Martin, upside down, as you can see. And the roll hoop... And the halo very much doing its job before the car oh. digs in. Sorry, I don't, I don't watch F1. He's not supposed to go there. No, no. <laughs> That's not ideal, okay. they call that. We'll say none of this would have happened if they weren't speeding. <laughs> <laughs> so F1, F1's the, the better your seats, the more likely you are to die. So it's a bit like the cheap seats. Um, <laughs> The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup in ice hockey, uh, and within moments of them winning, this happened. This just watch the is cup one of here. my favourite moments, Chris, in 1988. Yep. He dents it within two seconds of landing. You can actually see the big dent there. Now that uh, they keep that cup forever, so that's dented for a long time. Um, later in the night, though, they managed to look after it a lot more. <laughs> Now, these Stanley Cup parties, they get pretty wild. 
So I've got a receipt here. This was done by the Boston Bruins. And this was a receipt for their drinks after they won the Stanley Cup. Now, the total came to $156,679. There you can see. That's US. Now, uh, I'll read some of the highlights there. 35 Jaeger bombs, 136 Bud Lights. They had a 20 bottles of champagne at $200 each. They had one bottle of Ace Mida champagne, which is comes in at $100,000 a bottle. Wow. <laughs> and then I love, you go through it, and one guy ordered one Corona. <laughs> <laughs> so just the random. I'll just have a Corona there. And they're like, taxi! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, there's a lot of difference between AFL and NRL, of course, and then one of them is how hard you get tackled if you're a streaker. Here's a streaker on the weekend at an AFL game. Here he goes. Brought down fairly heavily. And here's one by comparison at an NRL game on the weekend. Now, that streaker actually suffered concussion, so we'll not be able to streak for the next three weeks. <laughs> Now, before we go, the shoey has become a staple of fans at sporting events. We've all seen it. Watch this Warriors fan do it on the weekend. Let's get, try and get some tries scored. Pouring it in. These fans. Now, Time look very closely here. Right in front of He's got a plastic cup in his boot. Oh. He's cheating. Oh. He's done a cupping. The New Zealanders are cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Not since the underarm incident has there been such a terrible event. <laughs> on that note, we've got to take a break. Thanks, on our screens every Friday night on the ABC. Costa Georgiatis. Costa Georgiatis. Costa Georgiatis. Hello and welcome. I'm Costa, half man, half hedge. I want to mess with you. Rub up against that. That is so tasty. So many ideas. So worm house. So little time. I love this stuff. <laughs> Would you please welcome to the desk Costa Georgiatis. Yeah! Thank you so much for joining us. We actually met a few weeks ago at the Logies nomination ceremony. We've got a photo here. <laughs> oh, that is us. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of more looking like a, a love child from one of your trips to the Greek islands. <laughs> <laughs> Very Mamma Mia of you, I love it. <laughs> I, have to, I have to confess something, Costa. I am from New Zealand. I was not familiar with your show. So when I went to the Logies Nom... I know, I'm terrible! I'm terrible! I never... I just, we don't play it in New Zealand. So when I met you, I met you very briefly after I met some block contestants and I thought you were a contestant from the block. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so I was like, this guy's got some charisma. He should have a show. <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't realise that that was the, the level of comparison you were making. I'm pretty sure. I'm aspiring. But you did go to the Logies. We've got a shot of you from the red carpet. That's you. If we just hold on that frame, Hannah dressed by Ginger and Smart Costa dressed by Vinny's Op Shop. Yeah. Can, you, can you tell us about your outfit? Yeah, my outfit. Well, the previous Logies back in 2019... I, uh, I went to Vinnie's at Southport uh, just the day before. They had this suit that was pre-a-porter, walk-in, try it on. But it was different this time because I got there on the Sunday 
And I'm in the cab and I'm going, do you think any op shops will be open? So I was just ringing, nut, 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 bang. Oh, we're closing in 10 minutes in Narang. And so the cabbie, Wendy, just took me there and they said, yeah, we think we've got something. And boom, I just tried this jacket on and it fitted perfectly. And that was it. I picked out two for you. Oh, no way. <laughs> Look at that. Beautiful blue one. The lining on that. It's, oh, here is the jacket. Oh, this in is all in its hotel. glory, it's got my foliage installed. Wow, you've installed your own foliage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a bit underdressed this year because I normally get like foliage that comes down from my head through the beard and, and then down into the pocket and then... But I, I, I couldn't manage that this year. I had a slightly more reserved um, So you'd say amount. there's like a level of design to what you wear? Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like on the block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when he says tools down, what's the kind of... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, feel I'm, 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 I think I'm just getting deported. Um, uh, now, so your show was nominated this year, but you missed out on the win. But you were nominated for Most Popular Presenter in 2019. TV Week, Logie goes to Costa Georgiatis. <laughs> this is oh, Costa's happy. first ever Logie <laughs> from his first ever nomination. Yeah, wow. That, that was a moment. I mean, there were big guns up there and then they, they said my... They went, Cost, and I just went... And then from that point on, it all went silent and I was walking out and people were looking up going, God. <laughs> It was just this silence. I was just wandering through the crowd and I'm looking, there's a Channel 10 table, there's a Channel 7 table, there's all these people. And then I remember I got to the stage and, and um, they gave me a big hug and then I turned to face the audience and it was like it sped up and went... <laughs> and then I looked out and I had with me my goddaughter. Yeah. She was uh, my plus one, which was beautiful. And I just remember in all this darkness with all these spotlights and whatever, I looked out across the room and I clocked her eyes from about 100 metres away and she was just, and I was like, oh, okay, uh, you got 45 seconds. Uh, say something uh, intelligent. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, oh, that was, that was an amazing moment. I'll never forget it. Sounds like it would have been great. <laughs> Not rubbing it in, but um, you did—you <laughs> did, you did miss out this year. But you had a great night anyway, right? Oh! Uh, wow! Yes! Incredible stuff. So, what kind of gardening do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we, uh, I think we, I busted a bit of a move on the uh, Channel 10 after party. <laughs> um, last week, the ABC celebrated their 90th birthday and you popped up there as well. What's that smell? Man, I don't know. Mm, it's cow manure. <laughs> I'm doing the pot plants up on level three. <laughs> are, those, are those cameos written into your contract with the ABC? Yeah, look, they, they, they seem to be uh, flourishing like a manure. <laughs> Yeah, plenty of them, but no, it's good fun. It's good fun. I, I, you know, when you pop up randomly like that, um, whether it's on that show or, or another show, I mean, it, anything to take the piss. Yeah, when they go, all right, we're going to introduce Costa with the phrase, what's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. yeah, no, I feel, I feel quite um, 
privileged that they're, they're respecting my passion for manure. <laughs> uh, you've been the host of Gardening Australia for about 10 years now, uh, but this is one of my favourite moments. One thing with camellias is they really do respond to a cutback. So it's time for me to go in. Hold on to your hats, because this could get brutal. I know that it looks pretty <laughs> brutal, we've achieved our objective. Pretty brutal. <laughs> Do you think you might have taken it a bit too far? <laughs> it, it, it did take brutal to the next level. Uh, there wasn't much left of it. But yeah. uh, you'll be happy to know that there has been uh, a follow-up on that and the, the tree is now thriving. Oh, it, it likes disturbance. Disturbance is a good thing in the gardening world. That's right. lovely. Do you think you have another 10 years of hosting left in you? Oh, yeah, barely begun. I, I just reckon we're, we're just got... Oh, there's so many stories to tell about falling in love with nature, connecting to the stories of this land that, have, that are, that are uh, science, like Indigenous science and contemporary science and then the science of the heart and bringing all that together and helping people to fall in love with the world around us. I'm going to be doing that for about another 100 years. Yeah! <laughs> I mean, with the way the world's going at the moment, I always thought you could have a new show called um, The Cost of Living. <laughs> that would be great. I, I think that would be huge. I was thinking maybe foreign gardening correspondence so I could just travel the world <laughs> and, and just look at gardens all around the world. I, I, I'm going to pitch that one, I reckon. OK, amazing. Well, on that note, you can tune in to see Costa and the Gardening Australia team Friday nights on the ABC and iView. Would you please thank Costa John <laughs> And it's time for... Now, after the cynical and low-energy Costa, we really need to lighten the energy. Now, the warehouse often talk in hypotheticals, but I think Grace may have actually outed a problem Brody has been dealing with. Are you or your kids dealing with uncomfortable and unsightly warts? Brody, there's a product you can use for you and your kids' warts. <laughs> Stop going on about him and his kids' warts. So can we actually keep rolling? That seemed um, important for a reason. <laughs> and that was... Uh, it's been a busy week, but spare a thought for JT from Bathurst Winterfest, not quite getting the response he wanted. Well, Matt, it's never been more true to say, who let the dogs out? <laughs> oh, just on my own. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> Let me try a reference from the last 20 years. <laughs> Other times he got more response than he wanted. Yep. Yes. Come for the winter festival, stay for the whiskey. That's the hot tip. See you in half an hour. Thank you, guys. Oh, well, we have our grandchildren coming oh. <laughs> from Sydney. Fantastic. Uh, Straight on the ice rink. To, uh, this weekend. Beautiful. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? <laughs> Meanwhile, in Queensland, many took on the Gold Coast Marathon and the runners could not have been more excited, like this guy in the background. To a couple of uh, half-marathon competitors as they were crossing the finish line today, they're tackling that 42k run tomorrow as well as today. It's absolutely incredible. It's more than 60 kilometres in two days. I think I could barely run 60 metres, so good luck to them. Looks like that guy behind you in the green is just stretching out, suffering a bit himself. So, oh, there he goes. <laughs> Thanks for that, Josh. Enjoying himself. <laughs> exactly. It looks like lots of fun. He had no energy left but realised he was on sunrise and just got out of there. <laughs> I think he was just tired from jumping the barrier. I don't even think he raced. <laughs>
It's almost time for us to go. Most shows opt for a slow zoom out. Channel 7 tried something different this week. And that's the way it is this Friday, the 1st of July. Thanks for your company. For now, from the 7 News team, good night. <laughs> that's all the show we have for you. We'll see you next week right here. <laughs>